birth, death, we are great. Respect each other equally. We are alive to make new friends. We'll be together till the end. A birth that we believe. All the goals we will achieve. The golden rules we will obey. Which we follow every day. A birth, metal, we don't fight. Can't you see that that's right? Sportsmanship is what we need. To help each other to succeed. A birth, metal, we agree. To serve each other equally. We are alike to make new friends. We'll be together till the end. We'll be together till the end. We'll be together till the end. Welcome to the Birch Meadowway podcast. In our episodes this school year, students will debate about the U.S. states and partnerships. Each segment will be a debate about two states. They will discuss which state is better to visit. Some topics include landmarks, waterways, attractions, and history. We did a lot of research, but we had to pick the highlights or the segments would be too long. All the states are discussed except Massachusetts. We skip Massachusetts because that's where we live. We know you will learn a lot about the United States by listening to these episodes. Thank Thank you you for for listening, and we hope you enjoy it. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Ellie. Today we're going to be talking about why Idaho is better than Maryland. Hold up. I thought we were talking about why Maryland is better than Idaho. Well, if Idaho's so great, then why is the best time to visit there? If you like the snow, I visit the winter, so you go, go skiing in Sun Valley. Sun Valley? That seems like it would be hot, not cold enough to go skiing. Tell me more about its name. It got its name because there are winter sports in the summer sun. I never knew that. I think that sounds really fun. Do you know how cold it gets in Sun Valley? The average temperature in January is a low of 6 degrees and a high of 31 degrees. Another good time to visit is summer, so you can go boating in Snake River or visit the amazing national parks. Snake River? That sounds scary. Are there snakes in the river? No, there are no snakes in the river. Then why is it called the Snake River? Some people think that it got its name from its snake-like form, but it got its name from the Native American hand symbol. Haley, when's the best time to visit Maryland? Although all seasons are good in Maryland, one of the best times to visit is in the summer. What fun activities can you do in the summer? You can visit the gorgeous beaches. Cool, how warm does it get in the summer? In the summer, the average temperature is a high of 86 degrees and a low of 66 degrees. Perfect for relaxing in the summer sun. Sounds so fun. Another great thing to do in Idaho is go to Yellowstone. What's Yellowstone? Yellowstone is a volcanic caldera and also a national park. The national park is a home for many species. Yellowstone sounds so amazing. Now I want to go there and see all the wildlife. Are there any national parks in Maryland? Yes. One of them is Assateague Island. What's Assateague Island? Assateague Island is a delightful island filled with beaches and seashores. Fun fact, at Assateague Island, they have wild horses roaming around the beaches. Some people think that they survived a shipwreck in Virginia. That's so interesting. That's enough about geography for now. Are there any Native American tribes in Idaho? Yes, there are. What is the Nez Perce tribe? What contributions did they make? They helped Lewis and Clark. Well, how did they help? They gave them food and tips about the land. They also built sturdy canoes for the Lewis and Clark expedition. They seem like really kind people. Where are they now? They are in the Nest Purse Reservation. Are there any important tribes in Maryland? There are. One important Native American tribe in Maryland is the Alcomico tribe. 
Why are they important? They taught white settlers how to plant crops, they sold the land to them, and they even let them sleep in their homes. That's so nice of them to do that. Tell me more about the Lewis and Clark expedition. In 1805, Lewis and Clark came to explore the West. Interesting. Were there any other important times in Idaho's history? Yes. In 1877, the Battle of Clearwater broke up. Who was fighting in the Battle of Clearwater? The U.S. Army and the Nez Perce tribe were fighting. Were there any important battles in Maryland? There were. One important battle that took place in 1862 was the Battle of Antietam. This battle was one of the most important battles in the Civil War. Did any other important events take place in Idaho? Yes, there were so many more. In 1860, Idaho had a gold rush. Why was that important for Idaho? It was important to Idaho because immigrants came and they hoped they would strike it rich, but they did not find gold that they don't have enough money to go back where they came from. That's sad, but it is important to Idaho's history. Where did these immigrants come from? Some of them came from Asia. Why are the Asians important to Idaho? They grew potatoes. Well, the ethnic groups in Maryland did more important things than just growing potatoes. Who are they and what did they do? One ethnic group in Maryland are the Germans. The Germans established the Lutheran Church and introduced new things to the cuisine like burger cookies. Why did the Germans come to Maryland? They came because of religious prosecutions in world wars. Are there any important individuals who are from Idaho? Yes, there are. Who are they? One is Gutzon Brogwub. Why was he important? He was one of the drafters of, Dec- of the Declaration of Independence. I didn't know that. Are there any other contributions that he made? He directed the people working on Mount Rushmore. He seems really important. I mean, everyone knows about the Declaration of Independence in Mount Rushmore. But are there any other important people from Idaho, or has Gutsum Brogum the only one? Yes, there are many more. Another one is Sacagawea. Really? Sacagawea is from Idaho? I never knew that. I already know some things about Sacagawea, but tell me more. One interesting fact is when she was 12, she was taken from her tribe and moved to a different tribe. That's interesting, but the people from Maryland are more important. Who are... Who are the important people from Maryland? Though there are many important people from Maryland, two of the most important individuals are Harriet Tubman and Edgar Allan Poe. Why is Edgar Allan Poe important? He is important because his short stories and poems are known worldwide. He even had a poem so famous called The Raven that the football team, the Baltimore Ravens, were named after it. That's so interesting. Can you tell me more about Harriet Tubman? Sure. Harriet Tubman was the conductor of the Underground Railroad and a spy in the Civil War. She was a slave and was born in Dorchester County, Maryland. Why was she a spy? She was a spy because she wanted to fight in the Civil War and end slavery. She was very against slavery and was an abolitionist. I think we've talked enough about important people. Now let's move on to economy. In Maryland, there are a ton of natural resources such as seafood, fruits, wood, barley, oats, and more. This is much better than the natural resources in Idaho. All Idaho has is potatoes. Well, that is incorrect. Then what natural resources does Idaho They produce silver. Why is that important? It is important to the USA because almost all the silver in the USA comes from Idaho. Interesting. But is that all the resources that Idaho has? No, they also produce gemstone and lead. Okay, I guess Idaho does have more than just potatoes. Are natural resources the only way Maryland gets money? Nope. Another way Maryland gets money is from its fabulous tourist attractions. Well, if they're so great, tell me some attractions. Well, one of them is the Antietam Battlefield. What is that? The Antietam Battlefield is a historic site where the Battle of Antietam took place in 1862 as a critical event in the Civil War. It is a popular tourist attraction because of its history. Interesting. It is. I bet it's more interesting than your tourist attractions anyway. Well, one tourist attraction is Helms Canyon. Why is that important to the economy of Idaho? It is important because people pay money to go there and have fun. 
If it's so fun, then what can you do there? Well, Snake River is in House Canyon, so you can boat in Snake River. Those are some awesome facts about Idaho and Maryland. See, I told you Idaho's better. Well, I still like Maryland better, but both states are pretty amazing. Thanks for listening. Bye! Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Alex. For the past few weeks, we've been studying states. I have New Hampshire. And I have California, the best state in the U.S. No way. I think we should settle this with a debate. I'll share my information, you'll share yours. Anyway, let's get started with geography. Have you heard of the White Mountains? The White Mountains are big rocky mountains on the border of New Hampshire and Maine, standing over 6,000 feet tall. I mean, that's pretty tall, but have you heard of Mount Whitney? Mount Whitney is 14,494 feet tall. It's a national park and a great site. Wow, that's massive. Guess what? That's almost triple the size of the White Mountains. I guess, but what, what waterways are in California? You can find Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe is a big freshwater lake on the border of Nevada. It's known for its ski resorts and beaches. That's pretty nice, but guess what else you can find in New Hampshire? You might have guessed it. Lake Winnipesaukee. Lake Winnipesaukee is a big body of water and environment for sea life. The lake is surrounded by lots of colorful trees and lake houses. That name seems familiar. You might have been there. It's one of the most popular lakes in New England. New Hampshire seems interesting and all, but California has some awesome Native Americans. Okay then, Alex, you can start. Have you heard of the Hoopa tribe? This tribe made clothes with deer skin. They hunted fish, bear, elk, and deer. They were okay until the Europeans made the Hoopa tribe move from now it's called Hoopa Valley. The Hoopa tribe seems pretty interesting, but in New Hampshire there is the Pinnacook tribe. Pinnacook tribe is a big influence on the world today. They taught us how to grow crops and survive in different biomes. When the Europeans came, they were fine with the Europeans coming. The Pinnacle tribe really helped us with a lot of things, like teaching us how to grow crops and survive in most biomes. Yes, the Pinnacle tribe is really helpful and all, but what did your tribe help with? The Hoopa tribe taught us how to hunt for food. Okay, let's see if you know what you're talking about for California's famous people, because I think you do for Native Americans. I know what I'm talking about. Let's get started then. Do you know who first named New Hampshire? No, who? Captain John Mason. Captain John Mason was a treasurer. Okay, tell me more. John Mason named New Hampshire after his old country, English Hampshire. That's pretty nice. Guess when the San Francisco earthquake happened? Maybe 1910? No, it actually happened in 1906. Ah, I was so close. San Francisco earthquake must have caused a lot of damage. Yes, 28,000 people died and $350 million of damage. That's a lot of money. I couldn't pay all of that. Neither could I. But anyway, let's move on to ethnic groups. The Mojo tribe motto was people of dreams and visions. They were estimated 3,000 Mojos in the early 1600s. That's interesting, but I bet you don't even know what the Chinese did for New England. What they do? When the Chinese migrated here, they brought along a special medicine they made. This was a big help to the Pinnacook tribe because they struggled with health. Today, there are still Pinnacook thanks to the Chinese. Before the Chinese arrived, they had fights with Mohawk and really struggled. Many died in these fights, but when the Chinese came, the Mohawk retreated west and the Pinnacook tribe stayed with the Chinese. To show that the medicine saved the Pinnacook tribe, there are still some left today. Later, more Chinese came and they got into fights, and today there are not as many Chinese. The Ch Chinese seemed helpful. Yes, they really were. Okay, that seems informative. But we should move on to famous people.
Sure, you can start. Guess who grew up in California? I'll give you a clue. He likes apples. Hmm. Let me think. Maybe Steve Jobs? Yes, you're right. Steve Jobs was so important. He loved Apple so much, he named his billion-dollar company after them. He invented the iMac, iTunes, iPhone, MacBook, iPod, and AirPods. Tell me more. Steve Jobs was awarded the National Medal of Technology, and today he's in the California Hall of Fame. That's nice, but have you heard of Franklin Pierce? No, I haven't. What did he do? Franklin Pierce was the 14th president. He was president through 1853 and 1857. He also joined the U.S.-Mexican War and helped stop slavery. That's interesting, but let's get started with economy. Okay, I'll start. Did you know that New Hampshire has a really good education system? Some of the colleges and universities are Thomas More College and River University. That's cool, but what natural resources are in New Hampshire? In California, there's lots of different types of nuts. Did you know that... California is the number one nut-producing state? That's cool, but did you know New Hampshire is called the Granite State? It is named from their number top three uh, producing resource. That's cool, but guess what the biggest tourist attraction is in California? I'm not sure. Maybe Disneyland? Nope, it's the Golden Gate Bridge. The Golden Gate Bridge was a suspension bridge spanning the Golden Gate, the one-mile-wide straight connection, San Francisco Bay, and the Pacific Ocean. What do tourist attractions are in New Hampshire? In New Hampshire, there's Santa's Village. Santa's Village is a Christmas-themed amusement park located in Jefferson, New Hampshire. Most of the 23 rides have Christmas or winter-themed names, such as Rudy's Rapid Transit Coaster and The Great Humbug Adventure. The rides are designed for families with children under 13. What if your kids are too old? Then you can take them to the Strawberry Bank Museum. The Strawberry Bank Museum is an outdoor history museum located in the South End, historic Portsmouth. That yeah. seems nice, but... California, like you said before, there is Disneyland. Disneyland is a magic world for kids to roam around and enjoy the theme park. Disneyland seems cool, but I still think my state's better. No, mine's better. No way. What do you think, guys? Whose state's better? I guess that's a fair way to decide. I'm Danny. And I'm Alex. Bye. Hey, this is Blake, and I'm researching New Jersey, the Garden State. Hey, this is Andrew, and I'm researching Ohio, the Buckeye State. We're going to talk about which state is better, New Jersey or Ohio. Well, I think Ohio is better. Wait, hold your horses. New Jersey is way better than Ohio. Okay, I guess we can share better about our state so we can find out whose state's better. Shall we start with amazing landforms and waterways? Sure. So the Ohio River is by far the best waterway to visit in Ohio. It splits Kentucky and Ohio apart. Oh, and a great landform to visit is Campbell Hill, which is the highest point in Ohio, standing 1,549 feet tall and is two miles long. Interesting. Have you heard of the Hudson River? It's, it's the waterway that forms the border between New Jersey and, and New York, and it spans for 21 miles. But the most amazing waterway in New Jersey is obviously the Atlantic Ocean, which contains 80 billion 300... Just trust me, it's a lot of gallons of water. The greatest landform in New Jersey is the Appalachian Mountains, which are almost 2,000 miles long in total. But the highest peak in New Jersey is actually called High Point, and it's part of the Kidnanny Mountains and stands 1,804 feet. 
That must be a great hike with incredible views. I'm not really a hiking guy, though. Oh, then you can. Then you might prefer Trenton. It's really beautiful there in the spring because the cherry blossoms are at their peak. Oh, thanks. Trenton sounds like a fun place to go. It's not too far from here, so I'll definitely look into that. Let me tell you a little bit about some fun places to visit in Ohio. Not as close as New Jersey, but equally as cool. Yeah. Great. The biggest attraction in Ohio is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is dedicated to recording history of the most famous musicians and bands of all time. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame isn't just one of the most popular places in Ohio, but in the whole U.S. Another really interesting attraction in Ohio is the Amish country, where visitors can learn about how uncomplicated life is like for the Amish and get to visit them. Their community is strong. Visitors can learn a lot about different ways of living. So if you come to Ohio, make sure you get to see both of those. Wow. As a musician and somebody who really likes farms, both those attractions sound like places I like to see. New Jersey has some pretty interesting attractions too. Have you heard of the Have you heard of Atlantic City? It's famous for its big amusement park called Steel Pier. And if you like baseball, then you want to go to Hoboken, where the first baseball game was played. It is a historical site for baseball lovers. Another great place to visit is the New Jersey Mineral Fossil Gem and Jewelry Show in Essen. Did you know I got a chance to go there when I was four years old? It was a really memorable experience. Wow, you went there? That's amazing. Now, why don't we share about what we know about indigenous native peoples of our states? Amazing, I've been waiting for this. Great. So in Ohio, there's only one main Native American tribe. It's called the Adena tribe. The Adena tribe was mostly stationed in Ohio. They didn't really move around a lot, but they took up most of Ohio and some of Indiana. The Adena first moved to Ohio around 13,000 BC. The population of the Adena tribe was between 8 and 17 million people. The Adena loved to have ceremonies. They would gather around a fire and tell stories to one another. Neat, tell me more about the Adena tribe. Sure, I'll tell you more. The Adena lived in cone-shaped houses and fed themselves off hunting, fishing, gathering fruits, and wild plants. They made tools from bones, wood, and copper. They would also mold simple pots made out of clay and kept warm for wolf skins. The Adena have gone extinct. They lived from 500 BCE to 100 CE, so they don't exist anymore, but they are pretty cool. That was all about the Adena tribe. Now tell me about your Native American tribes. Sure. One of the main Native American tribes in New Jersey is the Powhatan tribe. They originally lived in Virginia, but branched out to other states, including New Jersey. When the colonists arrived, the Powhatan tribe welcomed them as guests. However, the colonists did not accept this welcome and neglected the established farming practices and took advantage of the land for their own financial gain. Today, there are only about 3,400 Powhatan tribe members left. That sounds really interesting. There's so much that we can learn from Native American culture in our states and the important moments in history. Oh man, I love history. Uh, so let's take a trip later in history. In Ohio, history starts off when it became a state in 1803. Ohio became the 17th state of the USA. Then in 1832, the first canal between Lake Erie and the Ohio River opened. Then in 1903, the Wright brothers invented the first plane called the Wright Flyer. Oh, I'm so interested in learning about the Wright brothers. Because if they didn't invent the first plane, we might not have been able to go to other countries without a really long boat ride. And if not for planes, we wouldn't have had rockets or space travel. Funny you mention space travel, because one of the most famous historical figures from Ohio is Neil Armstrong. In 1969, Neil Armstrong was the first person to walk on the moon. Wait, you mean the Apollo 11 mission? That was in 1969? Wait until I tell you who else was on the mission. I'll give you a hint, he's from New Jersey. Did you know that the that the history of New Jersey began almost 200 years before the history of Ohio? 
1787, New Jersey gained its statehood as the third state in our nation. And in 1790, New Jersey was the first state to, to sign the Bill of Rights. Remember when I told you about that first baseball game in Hoboken, New Jersey? Well, that was in 1846, before the Civil War even. Then in 1883, Roswell, New Jersey, was the first U.S. town to be lighted by electricity. We're going to come back to that, too. Did you know that in 1978, New Jersey scientists recorded the, the echo of the Big Bang and, and earned the, the, a Nobel Prize for it? This city has some pretty epic history, huh? It really does. You took us from landforms and waterways to space and electricity. I'm still an Ohio guy, though. Now, shall we move on to uh, ethnic groups in our states? Yeah, thumbs up for me. So, in Ohio, the, one of the ethnic groups is the African American. They've contributed to Ohio by growing crops such as cotton and tobacco. They contribute to the musical, cultural, and economic history of the state, and still do. Another ethnic group in, in Ohio is the Germans. They are well known for their festivals and celebrations. One of the most famous festivals is the Oktoberfest, celebrated in fall. Then there are the Scandinavians. Can't forget them. They brought fishing knowledge and skills to Ohio. So they contributed to Ohio by supplying them with an important source of food from the ocean. Nice. Andrew, you're going to love what I have to share next about the ethnic groups of New Jersey. Ready for this? One of the big, one of the biggest ethnic groups in New Jersey is Italian-Americans, just like you. There are over 1.5 million Italian-Americans in New Jersey. Italian-Americans are credited with many important contributions, including constructing buildings and churches, innovations in healthcare, as well as contributions to finance, public service, and the military. And obviously, their global cuisine is second to none. Italian Americans do have the best food. They sure do. Also, another ethnic group, which is an important part of New Jersey history, is the African Americans. Did you know New Jersey was one of the first places where African-American slaves found freedom through the help of the Underground Railroad. Wow, I love how the contributions of ethnic groups add so much to our states. Now that we've talked about so many interesting facts and people, let's talk about what makes the states run. The economy. Car manufacturing fuels Ohio's economy. See what I did there? Fuels, fuel and fuels. In Ohio, many manufacturing companies design parts of cars and operate machinery and tools used to assemble them. Car manufacturing provides many jobs to people. Another industry in Ohio is real estate, where real estate agents sell houses and purchase properties. And speaking of land and property, we cannot forget farming. Farming is a big and important industry in Ohio. People harvest crops and raise livestock, and we all benefit from it when we eat. Now tell me about your economy. Those are some really important jobs. In New Jersey, a big part of the state's economy is pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceutical companies like Novartis make life-saving heart medications. Another one of the main economies is advanced manufacturing, which is focused on decreasing the flaws and mistakes in normal manufacturing while still being efficient. One example of advanced manufacturing is a 3D printer because it would take many hours for a human to make a one-pound, almost perfect 3D object, and the 3D printer can complete this task in under 30 minutes. So if we move on, guess who controls the economy? People. And both of our states have lots of important people who were born there and work there. Yes, that sounds amazing. Neil Armstrong was born in Ohio, as I said before. He was the first person to walk on the moon. As you can imagine, he impacted the world in a big way. Not many people can say that. Okay, now can I tell you about 
a guy from New Jersey uh, who's friends with Neil Armstrong? Wait, our two states are connected. Tell me how. His name is Buzz Aldrin, and he helped Neil Armstrong land on the moon. He was the pilot of the Apollo 11 mission. He was actually the second person to walk on the moon. Fun fact, Buzz Aldrin should have been the first person to land on the moon because the youngest astronaut in the mission usually goes first. But Neil Armstrong was, was already very close to the door. He's younger than Neil and explained this himself in a Reddit post. Another fun fact is Buzz Aldrin was the inspiration for Toy Story's Buzz Lightyear. Whoa, I never knew that Buzz Lightyear was based off of Buzz Aldrin. That's really amazing. Now tell me about what New Jersey and Ohio are connected through space travel. I have another famous person to tell you about. And he invented something life-changing. Thomas Alva Edison. He was born in Ohio. And lived most of his life in New Jersey, where his lab and home are. Another connection between our states. Wow, this is so cool. Edison, as many of us know, perfected the invention of the light bulb. Can you imagine our lives without light bulbs? Nope. By the way, Edison also improved two other important inventions, the telegraph and the telephone. He sure did. Now, before we wrap up, I want to take us back to the beginning with the Wright brothers. I already told you that they invented the Wright Flyer, but I didn't tell you where they flew it and how. They would lay down on their stomachs in the center of the bottom wing and use controls in front of them to make it turn. They flew for the first time in North Carolina, Kitty Hawk. That's so awesome. I love that story. Yeah, learning about each other's states was so cool. I think neither of these states are better. I think they're both equally interesting and amazing in their own unique ways. I loved learning about New Jersey, and I hope you loved learning about Ohio. I sure did. There's so much we can learn about these states, but we don't have all day. So for now, we'll sign off. Thanks for listening. This is Blake. And this is Andrew, signing off. Hey, Wells, I just got back from the best state ever, also known as Florida. Well, I just got back from the even better state, Oklahoma. So, Noah, why is Florida so great anyway? Well, one of the reasons that Florida is the best state ever is because it has 21 million people living in the state. Well, Oklahoma has the largest calamari in the nation. Hi, I'm Noah. Hi, I'm Rose. Today, Today we'll, we'll be, be telling, telling you about Florida, the Sunshine State, and Oklahoma, the Sooner State. For example, Florida has so many important people. Really? Well, Oklahoma has many important people, too. In fact, Jim Thorpe was born in Oklahoma. Cool, but who's Jim Thorpe? Well, Jim Thorpe was a baseball player, a football player, and an Olympian. He was the first Native American to win a gold medal in the Olympics. He also was on three baseball teams, and he was the first president of the NFL. That's very interesting, but Florida has so many important people, such as... Henry Flagler. Who's Henry Flagler? He helped the state of Florida with money and even made the Flagler College and is recognized as one of the fathers of Florida. And did you know he built lots of bridges in 1905, which helped lots of people get around? He did? Wow, I did not know that. But did you know that Will Rogers was born in Oklahoma? Well, who's Will Rogers? Will Rogers was a comedian who made people laugh during the Great Depression. He also wrote 4,000 newspapers sharing the news of the U.S. with the world. That's very interesting, but did you know that Walt Disney was very important to Florida? Can you tell me about him? Walt Disney is the creator of Disney. He gave lots of money to the U.S. because of his creation of Disney World, and it even makes $20 billion a year. Whoa, $20 billion a year? I think we both have amazing people, but let's see who has the best Native Americans. Well, unfortunately for you, I have the Seminole tribe of Florida. Can you tell me about them? The Seminole are the people of Florida who have developed the state in the 1800s. Are they still in the state today? Yes, they are actually so respected and recognized that the Florida state mascot is a Seminole. Also, Florida has over 2,000 Seminoles in the state today. 
That's very fascinating, but the Choctaw live in Oklahoma. They sound very interesting. Tell me about them. The Choctaw tribe helped the Irish during the potato famine. They helped them by donating money to them, which saved them from starvation. Also, Oklahoma has over 84,000 Native American people still living there today. Whoa, that's a lot of people. But I still think Florida Seminole are better than Oklahoma's Choctaw. Actually, Oklahoma is home to the Cherokee. Who are the Cherokee? Well, the Cherokee walked the Trail of Tears. They also fought alongside the British in the Revolutionary War. But what was the Trail of Tears? Well, the Trail of Tears was when the American government forced many Native Americans out of their home. The government made the Native Americans walk to new land. They did? I didn't know that, but I have the Appalachian. Who are, who are the Appalachian? The Appalachian helped the Europeans hunt, which is very important because the Europeans did not know what animals to hunt for. Really? I didn't know that, but I think it's a tie. But let's see what's better geography. Luckily for me, Oklahoma has many waterways, such as the Red River. Yeah, but Florida has so many beaches, and Oklahoma is landlocked. Well, it is, but like I said, there are many waterways. In fact, Oklahoma has the most man-made lakes of all the states. I also think I have a better economy. In fact, Oklahoma is one of the leading producers of wheat. Tell me about tell me more about your economy. Well, since there are many plains in Oklahoma, the region is great for farming. Oklahoma produces many natural resources, such as corn, wheat, cotton, hay, oats, lumber, and soybeans. That's really fascinating, but I have some of the best agriculture in the world. Can you tell me more about the agriculture in Florida? Well, agriculture is like agri-science or farming, which makes plants and food. That's very important because we need food to live, and Florida is also known for their amazing palm trees. That's very interesting, Noah, but Oklahoma also has many tourist attractions. Really, can you tell me more about some of your sites? Well, the Glass Mountains, aka the Glass Mountains, are a huge tourist attraction. There are many crystals on the mountains. When the crystals sparkle and shimmer in the sunlight, they make the mesos look like glass. That's why it's nicknamed the Glass Mountains. That's very interesting, but I have the happiest place in the world, also known as Walt Disney World. Why is it called the happiest place in the world? Because lots of guests of all ages and cultures are invited to leave their work and daily worries behind to relax with exciting rides and tasty foods. Okay, I think you won that round. I agree with you, and I also think I have better history. I doubt it, Noah, because so much interesting history took place in Oklahoma. Really? Like what? Well, the Trail of Tears ended in Oklahoma because it was set aside as the Indian Territory. When did the Trail of Tears happen? It started in 1831 and ended in 1850. Wow, it took 19 years? I know, it's crazy, but do you have any interesting history? Yeah, I do. In 1821, Florida became the 27th state, which is very interesting because it was bought by Spain. I bet you didn't know that. I did not know that. But did you know that in 2013, a huge tornado hit Oklahoma? Really? Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, I can. It destroyed many buildings and homes. It also killed 20 people. That's very bad that happened to Oklahoma, but Florida had one of the biggest hurricanes ever. Its name was Hurricane Andrew. What was Hurricane Andrew? Hurricane Andrew was one of the most dangerous hurricanes ever. It destroyed many homes and ended many lives. Okay, I think I won that round. All right, but let's see what's better fun facts. Well, no, you're in trouble because Oklahoma has so many interesting facts. Like the state flower is an Oklahoma rose and the state population is 4.05 million. Also, the state bird is a scissor tail flycatcher and one of the most famous highways, Route 66, runs through Oklahoma. That's very really fascinating, but Florida is the only state to border the Atlantic Ocean and the Gulf of Mexico. Really? I didn't know that. Did you know that 
Florida also has the oldest inhabited school in the U.S. We both have super cool fun facts. I think it's a tie again. Yeah, we do tie a lot. I also think that we both have very interesting states. Florida and Oklahoma both have amazing people, Native Americans, economy, geography, history, and fun facts. I agree. Both of the states. In fact, all the states have amazing things about them. Thank, Thank you for listening. listening. We know you like learning about the states. We hope you will share this podcast with other people so they can learn about the states too. Remember, there are more episodes to listen to. Thank you for listening to the Birch Meadow Way podcast.